back to me i am a memoir the meaning of the meaning of mariah carey as we continue our journey uh eastward um because we're going clean to eastward no no we're going from new mexico which is in the west to tennessee which is a bit further east. right i think yeah yeah okay that's my geography i'm sure <laughs> Um, it's better than anyway, mine. I believe you. <laughs> we're going. We're going to Tennessee. Uh, we will continue in just a moment, but uh, before that, so <laughs> I have a, not not a Mimi moment, but mm. a little bit of course chat. I didn't you think this episode could get this. any worse. Oh my god. <laughs> So, is it about the brother and his weirdness? No, it's actually about Mariah Carey. What? So, Mariah Chat. I know. I was listening to a podcast about mm-hmm. the cause because I'm a sad loser. Yeah, um, you love the cause. <laughs> They Remember, interview you, it. You got it from we the, love the servo. We know we know about your yeah, cause exactly. servo <laughs> tragedy. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, I was in, yeah. listening to this podcast and they were interviewing people that were basically a part of the uh, debut album of the cause. Which the people who polished the tin whistles? <laughs> literally. Um, which includes... Got the spit out of the tin whistle. <laughs> I need to... Which includes their champion... David Foster. Oh, yeah, David Who Foster. helmed the whole thing, right? So Who also uh, was a producer on Rainbow. Yes. So this is all happening. They're making the things and they get in touch with people who worked on like the videos and this and that. And they end yeah. up with the stylist, a mm. woman named Barsha Zamorska. Barsha, who, how's it going? Ah, oh, I mean, we love a bit of Barsha. Um, side note, through the episode, find out she's actually one of the few people in the world that has the same thing that Celine Dion has at the moment. <gasps> the- a backwards jacket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, when I say at the moment, I mean 1998. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know why. No, I can't. Is it stiff person syndrome? I think that's what it is. So not only is that kind of like a weird sort of parallel thing happening, Mm. um, she was the stylist on the Runaway video, I believe, and also just casually Mm. was in the Mariah Carey camp for like most of the nineties, including uh, the "All I Want for Christmas Is You" video. Oh, so at Mariah's house. At the house. Like they done, yeah, they done know each other. So if you go Mm. onto her Instagram, there's a bunch of behind the scenes videos, like, uh, sorry, photos of this era of Mariah. I was like, are you telling me that the same person that styled the beautiful calls also styled the beautiful Mariah Carey? And more to this. I bet you it took her longer to do one Mariah than 14 calls. (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. There was actually more calls, but they couldn't get to them. 
because yeah, they were on Mariah. Yeah. And their brother was, um, you know, starting conspiracy theories about Bush. Yeah. yeah. With um, Mariah. But, but, <laughs> the aliens. <laughs> I was also watching. Gene whistles um, were picking up signals. <laughs> there was a. There's an OC podcast, and oh God, towards the end the, of that like show, I, now I, I wonder why our great. podcast is so strange. I know because you listen to the worst podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but they were talking about the fact that they'd cast Kevin Sorbo, and the casting director oh. was like, "I regret that one." Um, but oh. one of the the people in this week's episode was like, "So when he was on set, was he confused by the cameras? <laughs> were they going to ca- <laughs> capture his soul?" Like. <laughs> Um, it was very fun. Um, but oh. another bit, a little bit of a gem that Barsha gave us mm. is that there were these um, photographers called the Guzmans. And mm. they're a married couple. Their name wasn't Guzman, but they just used that name. Um, yeah. And they sort of, I don't know if it's invented, but they their method was to shoot from two angles at the same time. So they oh. could get close-ups and far away and, and just different parts. Yeah. And they'd capture different things, which, you know, obviously led to some fun uh, and, and more options to, to sort of mm. play with. Um, but this did start to create an issue with a particular artist who preferred one side of the face only. Oh, yeah. And Barsha says, you know who I'm talking about. Oh, we know. <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, yeah, what would they have done? Like, I'm sorry, you can't shoot me from two angles. No, no. I only have you one. You can shoot me from two angles, but they're but both the over same there. same one. <laughs> <laughs> From no, no, far away, gone past the line. From, Don't, yeah, there's from, a 90 degree line. If you go past there, <laughs> yeah, then no yeah. photos. So you, you can stand far away over there, and then you even farther. <laughs> like just <laughs> keep going. Just but keep going. Bit, like I mean, as, as we've seen, we're halfway through the movie. She's been shot from both sides. I, absolutely. Fine. Yeah. Like, I think I it know. was, as we discovered, around the fantasy film clip, she just thought it would be... She'd heard this was a rumour and thought it would be hilarious to... To lean into it. Yeah. So I think that's mostly where it comes from. But See, it was just so what, funny. You know, my theory about someone, you know, insisting that they're they're from the block, despite the rocks that they've got. Um, <laughs> and I feel like they are absolutely a diva whereas mm-hmm. i feel like mariah is acting the diva because she thinks it's hysterical but in reality <laughs> she's like tracksuit pants with chocolate stains on the top like i, I think it's probably that the the regular one is a diva and pretends not to be mm. mariah is a diva who acts like a diva for fun probably isn't as much as a diva that yeah. you would think but is still completely a diva i feel like if you were at mariah's christmas like and you no, but I feel like if yeah, I but I really feel like if you if you played a song that wasn't a Christmas song during Christmas, you wouldn't oh, yeah, be invited is. next year. No. I think there would be some rules. That's normal. Set. I would do that. <laughs> yes, very. I'm normal. a diva. Um, yeah. Speaking of diva behaviour, I know I'm dressed the same as I was last week, but that's because we were in the Midwest, and I thought I should dress in a Western shirt appropriately. <laughs> oh my God, I know I've really gone to town for this podcast. I've made an effort. Yeah. I'm I dress in earth up. tones. Yeah. Earth tones. Oh, so I mix so many earth with the brown. Well, speaking <laughs> of earth tones, shall we get back to the brownness that is Tennessee? <laughs> I think we should. Let's brown it on down. Break it on down. <laughs> Break it on brown. <laughs> Maybe it's because everything was done in that dark room. It was all developed in the dark room. I think a lot like was a going CPA. on in the dark room and no one was actually yeah. making the film. <laughs> <laughs> 
In a motel, Mariah gives Carter some truths. Truvers. Well, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> While Alice listens on in the next room, because it's a motel. I don't, Mariah doesn't know what that is. They had to explain it to her on the day. Um, so thankfully, Mariah <laughs> is a genius and trades her husband's car for another one. What a legend. Like uh, she, she trades a classic 67 Mustang for some piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. She, she knows. She knows Frank's going to track her down. Yeah, so I'm Frank's going to want his car back. Yeah. Um, it did make me wonder, though, what happens later if she has to trade again? <laughs> like, she's just going to end up with a little, like, yeah, brum, brum, a tricycle. Like, <laughs> yes. Brum? Do you remember doing brum? The little UK yes, car with a face? So we'll get brum. Um, <laughs> so the brothers have a. <laughs> I don't know, actually. I was just thinking of a little kid car. Um, so the brothers have a fight in the car because. Look, Carter likes a splash, apparently. Carter loves um, a splash. Loves a splash. While driving... Loves, he, although he's oh, it's a two-pot screamer. Or one he's literally, movie. yeah. Have a sip and now uh, I'm having a nine oh, nice no. Little nine nice in the car after my <laughs> sip. Oh. I love that he's also now a pack-a-day smoker. <laughs> <laughs> Based on that impression. <laughs> He smokes all the way through the film. He's always he? smoking. Oh, yeah. He's always smoking for the whole film. Love. Oh <laughs> Love. <laughs> while, while driving through Arkansas, we flash back. Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to like that now. That's not his voice. It's the wig. <laughs> no. No. I can't. It's too much. <laughs> The wig has a cigarette <laughs> hanging out of it. Yes. It's not him smoking, it's the wig. <laughs> oh no. Oh shit. All right. Love, pull over, I need a pack of facts. <laughs> oh, give me a packet of 50 holidays. <laughs> oh my god. This is so stupid. Oh, but why does it, it actually makes more sense? It's, this is more character development than anything else in this film. <laughs> Where am I? Oh my god, I need to find it. Okay, so we're flashing back. All right. Oh, um, so we're flashing I wasn't back. in the flashback. Oh, I know. I'm, 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 kind of I'm kind of a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> so, but Mariah's traded it. Oh, no. uh, that's the how. Trailer. That's how they ended up with the wig in the first place. Mariah traded, <laughs> Mariah traded it for a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> so. We're flashing back. It is a footpark girl who gets even more lines, which is nice. They're in. Oh, they're at the high okay. school. They're at the high the school high, football the game. Football. Yeah, he's yeah. the star of the the football thing. Yeah, it's of, a, at the school, and that, even that's kind of that thing of like it's you know it's a trope, and we are just meant to know it. Um, yeah. We've watched Friday Night Lights. We get. Yeah, it. yeah. I saw Seventeen <laughs> again. I know what this is about. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's basketball. It's all the same. Um, it's a sport. So, some stuff happens. They have a little patch. I oh, was the coach yeah. in that match, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Life, I can't Until we met the week. The week was the coach. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I can see it, too. I've been coaching this team for years, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That's, and that's why he's returning. So he returned it to the school. Yeah, he's returning the week back to school. So <laughs> keep coaching. So we, we sort of have to guess that this girl... Footpath girl is what uh, Carter's referring to when he tells Mariah that he gave everything up for Alice. I gave everything up. Well, you All I'm left with is this wig. Shut up, you like <laughs> <laughs> um, Carter and Mariah chat a bit in the car until Alice starts burning up. So they stop at a motel again and Mariah finds out he has full-on cancer. 
No. Like, oh. It's like, what's wrong with him? What's but wrong even, with him? I don't understand. Why, Why doesn't is he, he wearing that beanie the whole time? It's not even that yeah. cold. <laughs> Why didn't you give him a wig? I don't understand. <laughs> it would have been warmer in the wig than the beanie. Know, I'm shit. not going on his head, you poison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So now Mariah hears on the radio that she's been reported as kidnapped. Kidnapped. So while she's they, at the buffet, it's really. I disgusting. know. <laughs> I literally have she. They Mariah get the fu- at the buffet like. <gasps> I, know. I don't know what to do again. I'm, I'm being reported was, as kidnapped, but look this, at all this. It food. wasn't the buffet. It was craft <laughs> services. It wasn't meant to be filming. They just started around her. <laughs> like whatever. She's here. All right. She's here and she's awake. Just Film. turned up. For goodness' sake. Um, Not rolling. <laughs> But um, so, so they professional. <laughs> <laughs> so they decide to get the fuck out of there, but not until after Mariah steals some pastries. Like, oh my oh. god! It's free. It's the buffet. It yeah, she had to tank. go back and get something for their because you know he needs to keep his strength up to keep that beanie on. <laughs> so it's a lot. Did you get a pastry uh, for me? Yeah, that's why there's four. <laughs> <laughs> Three for me, one for you. Uh, that's math. Um, so Frank catches up to them, and oh. now Mariah gets to do a fun car chase. It is possibly the dullest car chase in the history of cinema. Oh, he thinks we're going that way. I'm going to turn down this corner. I'll turn. And him being a policeman just won't be able to keep up. And he doesn't. <laughs> and then no. what he happens too- after <laughs> I just after I think he was <laughs> I I well, they- <laughs> firstly I think that Frank was probably too soothed from listening to his gunshot app in the car. Yes, so that's probably why app. he was yeah. too relaxed. Um <laughs> so they they're like we'd better ditch the car and hop on yeah, a train. <laughs> we're gonna die like the littlest We're gonna trade <laughs> we're gonna trade this car for a train. So like, they get on like the littlest hobo. Like, yeah, I worked with the I, littlest hobo. I paid a hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> the, the pastry kind, the kind from the bakery. Yum. Yeah, um, I was very good at pastry work. <laughs> the wig's um, got a whole personality now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just letting you go with it. Um, <laughs> it's about as made up as everything else in this movie. Um, more sense than anything. <laughs> She's got a whole. No, let's put an Alice band on me. I had to. I was itchy for weeks. <laughs> oh um, it's funny because I know the little Sobo from The Simpsons. So, oh, for me, yeah, this a was an episode. No, uh, oh, it was a dog. <laughs> Great. It would catch. It was a dog that would get on a train, go to another town, then help out some oh. strangers from a problem, and then get back on the train and go somewhere. Oh, else. it's like Wishbone, but earlier. Wishbone. Yeah. Do you not know Wishbone? Oh, <gasps> it was the same thing. I mean, Wishbone would dress up. Sometimes oh. he was in, like, you know, the Wild West. So he'd have a little cowboy hat. Sometimes oh. he was, like, Amish or whatever. Was it a cartoon? Like, no, it was a real dog. A real dog that dressed yeah. up. Yeah, because the little Hobo was a real dog. It was like an Alsatian kind of thing. I'm going to Google Wishbone and just give you And some. there was a song. It was like, maybe tomorrow I want to <gasps> slow down. Obviously, because there's a... There's a Wishbone theme song. I reckon they've gone straight to the little sober and gone, we'll just do that. We'll just do that. But there's an episode the called... Dress up so no one accuses us of... <laughs> there's a... I was in Wishbone. There's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's, a, there's an episode called Bark to the Future, part one. No. So Wishbone is everything else. There's an episode where he's dressed like Poirot. Like, it's all... Oh, 
Oh, he's well, Robin Hood. Oh, he's so cute, Robin. Oh, I want to watch Wishbone now. No, so I love the littlest hobo. Oh, the there's one with him dressed as like a Shakespearean character with a rose in his mouth. Oh, and who's he looks Jack like Russell? Yes, he looks like an apothecary in this one. He's reading oh, Oliver Twist. You've got to look up. Um, <laughs> you've got to look at him. Hobo. Okay, you've also got to look at him as. Um, Robin Hood with his bow and there's a little paw. The paw's holding the bow. It's not a... That dog's been tortured. (laughs) Oh, my God. The impossible... No, I'm looking up the impossible dream now. Why am I looking that up? Um, What do you call the littlest hobo? Littlest hobo was the best. I love the littlest hobo. Look at him. He's so cute. Oh, yeah. He's a real dog. It was a show from the 60s and then they brought it back in like the 80s. Okay. Like it's Lassie, amazing. but not. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon this is the, the origins of Wishbone for sure. Yeah. He would just go to little other towns. I love that we've just <laughs> gone, this movie's too much. Let's just watch yeah. Wishbone. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> back back to Tennessee. So we actually, we finally... We finally have made it to Tennessee. And I say finally, even though it feels like it should have taken a bit longer. Like they've just kind of... Pop down the road a few hundred meters, jump on the train, it's and like, we're there. Yeah, it's like <laughs> driving to Adelaide. Okay, it's just that unlike unlike you know America, we don't have towns between here and Adelaide. Yeah, that's I mean true. there are towns, but there's no like cities. Like there's no, you know, yeah. there's a lot of people between you know where were they? New Mexico and Tennessee. Oh, sure. uh, geography. Yeah. I don't know. They could they have been in Tennessee you. this whole time, for all I know. Um, <laughs> they're actually in Canada, but anyway. I, yeah, um, they filmed it in Canada, didn't they? I think so. Everything's filmed in Canada. Let's say it was. Everything's in Canada. Um, so they get some drinks while Mariah makes a phone call to her friend Tracy. Um, hey, in Tracy. my head, in my head, I don't know why, but it's Tracy Chapman. Um, Tracy Chapman. Got it past car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why she's like, I'm going to trade it. I'm going to trade my train for her fast car. She's got a fast car. Um, so she lives nearby and, and so Mariah leaves a message. Naturally, Tracy calls Frank's number as it's the only one she has, which alludes oh. Frank, you know, to know where that's a whole thing. Um, I don't know if you know, but I played Tracy in the film. She didn't have to see me. <laughs> I was on the other end of that phone um, Meanwhile, Mariah spots a pawn shop And tries to sell her guitar to help Alice oh, no. But thankfully She doesn't have to Because Carter finds a convenient flyer That says there is a singer-songwriter night Happening right now So, Oh my god This is the exact plot of the Brady Bunch movie <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love a convenient flyer. Who, you know, it just helps fix everything. It and does. it's happening right now. Um, you know, I also played uh, I played Jam Brady when she pretended to be another person. <laughs> you, the, the wig, the RuPaul wig that she steals. Yes. <laughs> such that a good was movie. Me. I've been in many films. <laughs> it's such a good movie. Um, it is. Oh, well, no, it wasn't but RuPaul's yet, we're wig. We're watching was this it? one. I'm just, I said it was RuPaul's wig, but it wasn't RuPaul's wig. Ru had a different wig on. Yeah, she was oh. a different. She was. Sorry, she but had, it was she a esque wig. <laughs> yeah, she she played different wigs. In, she's just yeah. so verse. Yes. Um, so Frank, <laughs> at this point, Frank comes across a man whose wife has locked herself in a public restroom. So naturally, he coaxes saying? her out. I don't know. He coaxes her out and sends them on their way, despite her looking fucking terrified. Yeah, and beaten it's, up. Right. Quite it's, clearly, uh, very badly beaten up. But. 
<laughs> I think we're supposed to think that Frank is finally seeing the error of his ways. Is Frank and yet he's like, I probably shouldn't just, do that, but I'll let them go. I'm a state trooper <laughs> who's just crossed state lines to find my wife. Because um, she took my car, because she's scared of me and my gunshot buddies. Um, no, no, I'm not going to have a realisation here. I'll still go and find her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Mariah jumps on stage at the convenient flyer night and sings her song, Right to Dream, which we will be covering at the end. Got a right to dream. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the wig again? Um, I say you it's got a right to dream. I say it's good, but I'm sad that it's not almost home. Now that it's is not a song. almost home, but it's a good song. <laughs> Everyone Video is shocked. It's got a lot of talking in it, though. It does. <laughs> Everyone is shocked that she can sing, even though she's Mariah Carey. It's Mariah fucking Carey. Don't you people know anything? I sat on Liza Minnelli for eight years. I know exactly what it sounds like when someone this can is, sing. This is the podcast now, isn't it? <laughs> it's posh and a wig. Posh and a box of hair. Because wasn't that your old... Box of hair, yes. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> We've known each other too long. We've known each other far too long. <laughs> of course, um, her voice, though, Mariah's voice, is so transcendent. That Frank can hear it from 87 kilometres away and comes to the pub. But Mariah keeps singing anyway and Frank leaves because, like, the song is just so powerful that he just, like, gets it. I get it. You've got a right to dream. Yeah, so I'm going to leave now. Yeah, I wonder what ever happened to that man and the woman who locked herself away. Anyway, I've got to go home. Um, Like, what what is this scene? Like, Mariah has transformed him with the power of song. He's just like, oh, I've seen the error of my ways while you sang a song and I helped out a, I helped a, an abusive man get his abused girlfriend yeah, back yeah. in the car so he could bash her some more. Um, Maybe he was thinking, oh God, this this is a lot like the Brady Bunch movie. I might go watch that <laughs> in my motel. Oh, can yeah. I go home and watch that? That was a good film. <laughs> so, what I mean is not. <laughs> yeah. So I assume Mariah wins. It's not really clear. Um, but but she gives the boys some money anyway to finish yeah, their she trip. Got, she won. She won. Yeah. Like all of, the money. Yeah, yeah. All of it. Uh, even money that wasn't up for. Yeah. To be awarded. She won. <laughs> um, so she gives them some money to finish their trip on the bus while she heads to Tracy's. Go to Tracy's. Well, I'm going to go to Tracy's. Go see a little chap and get that fast car. It'd be nice actually. Um, while on the bus, Alice gets uh, another blood nose and passes out. So Carter takes him to hospital. He had to Carter... clean up the blood with me. It was embarrassing. Oh, <laughs> Carter, Carter is going to see the dad and Alice asks him to get a photo of Shakira's nearby breasts. Yes, more mountains. Yeah, near more mountains. Carter seems to misinterpret Alice's requests and instead <laughs> takes photos of some local children at school from oh, the bushes. That's... <laughs> This is problematic. <laughs> it's it's now. I refuse to be in that scene, and they had yeah. to tie me on. <laughs> <laughs> God. So this is where he sees footpath girl. Only yes. now she's footpath woman. Funny she's how that happens. Footpath happened. woman. I'm footpath, footpath woman. woman. 
<laughs> instead of uh, walking up to her, he instead enters the school grounds and speaks to a young girl who's all alone. And it's not creepy at all. No. Hey, little girl. Hey, little girl. Come over here. I just want to talk. The man to under you. me wants to have a word. <laughs> <laughs> Got a lie. Um, Carter shows. <laughs> Carter shows Alice. The photos he took, and Alice is like, "Boom! I already knew she was there." We have All another flashback. It. We have another flashback. <laughs> to toxic dad being a toxic ass. Now we're back in the prison. Yeah. Uh, so Alice appears to be fully dying. So he sends a package in a taxi to somewhere. Yeah. Carter goes to their dad's address, but boom, he dead. He's dead. I know. Carter asks about Alice's obsession with Shakira's breasts. Apparently, <laughs> when their parents were fighting, he would stare at them and life would just be better. Right. I, um, I'm now, sorry, I'm just hearing in my head, whenever, wherever, as sung by the wig. <laughs> Lucky that my breasts are small and humble so you don't mistake them. Oh, from the mountains. <laughs> Shit. Um, Was that everything you dreamed of, babe? <laughs> So revolting. Smell it. Whatever. Actually, smell it. The stale smoke. Um, Mariah comes to style cigarette smoke. It's beautiful. I also stick a bourbon because someone washed me in it yesterday. Yeah. Um, Just one little sip of it though, and then he fell asleep. Um, Mariah comes to visit Alice, and I swear, if she's not a match for his bone marrow, I will throw this movie in the bin. Oh, um, well, I'll I'll open the bin lid for you then. Yeah. Right. Um, Carter thanks a nurse on the elevator for looking after Alice, but she doesn't know what he's talking about, and I don't know what's going on either. Yeah, no, because Alice said that he knew the girl was at the high school because there was a nurse called something or another who obviously was some girl that he went to school with who now had a different surname. Um, Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, didn't get any of of that. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Not at all. I was... The, the wig was taking up all yeah, the space. <laughs> so well, Alice asks, was too tight during that scene. I didn't no. get any of it. <laughs> so Alice asks Carter to lie down with him, and it's not looking good, guys. Nice. <laughs> uh, so Mariah comes and sits with Carter in the hallway, and I assume Alice is fully dead now. Probably, yeah. yeah? I think that's when you sit in the sure. hallway of a hospital. Is yeah. it means dead has happened. Yeah, so if you like ever if this was a anyone, good movie, we would have had the hearse go past and Mariah would start singing. <laughs> well, Mariah would have wings. traded a car for the hearse. She'd be like, I got yeah. the hearse. We'll take him we just all the rest of the way. She'd take him the rest of the way. Um, so, <laughs> um, yeah, so he's fully dead now. So Carter goes Close to death. the cemetery to visit his dead dad. I yep. wonder if he's related to Emily from A Christmas Melody, who also has a dead dad. Yeah. Um, no free house in this one, though. Sam. No free house, just a free Coke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the most free things. Yeah, because they, they spend all the money on Mariah. Wait, wait till um, I tell you the gaping plot hole in this movie. Of oh, which I'm there really are many, is. but there's oh, a no. massive one. Okay. <laughs> in the chapel, a man says he has something for Carter. If it's a box of bone marrow, I'm afraid it may be too late. <laughs> <laughs> Comes in a box, you know. I got an inkling. <laughs> just got an inkling. It was the box I, next to my box of hair. It was the box of bone. <laughs> yeah. I just imagine the dad going, when I go, 
I just want you to take my bone marrow and give it to my dying son just in case. Just Just in case. Alas, it's Alice's package with his camera, a chocolate bar and a letter. Mm. The the letter tells Carter that Alice knew all along about their dead dad. I knew he was dead. Yeah, he was already dead. He'd written a letter from treatment, but got back an obituary from whoever was living in that house now. For some reason, this got Alice thinking about Footpath Girl. He called her parents and they had a good old yarn. That's when he decided to manipulate Carter into going back to Tennessee. Yeah. Magic. Just all the twists. The twists and turns. So many turns. I got dizzy during this film. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Carter Carter meets Mariah on top of Shakira's breasts and unceremoniously hurls Alice's ashes. (laughs) Oh my God. I've still still got some in me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, it's fine, very messy. I, I wouldn't mind it. No. Anyway. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I said I've seen cage matches with more tenderness than oh, him man. throwing those ashes. Like, anyways, goodbye. Um, Mariah says yeah. goodbye to Carter and heads to Nashville. Bye, Mariah. Um, Bye, while, while he decides to hang around and watch some more school children. Oh, duh. <laughs> He's, I don't know how long he's there for, a week, a month, who knows. Full Rolf Harris, R.I.P. Oh, yeah. He sees a Footpath Girl, and then the movie ends. Yep, that's it. It, it ends. We it don't know stops. what happened. Alice we, died for nothing. We've already established she can't have too many lines. Yeah, so they're like, you know what? Does he go up to her? Does he not? Who knows? Because she's not who allowed knows? to talk. Also, yeah. I would ask, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And that that literally is the end of the movie. We th- that nothing was in else. my contract. He couldn't kiss her while I was on his head. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's fair enough, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so thus brings us to the conclusion to the of Tennessee. Of Tennessee, although not really a conclusion. Just had to die. Two hours of my life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, what what was I mean? I, can I let me see? Oh, I don't have my my phone's too far away because it interrupts with the mic. But uh, the text I got was not <laughs> positive. I can I can read it to you. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Where am I? <laughs> this movie is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think I said about the one hour mark. <laughs> yeah. Mariah hadn't uh, sung a song yet. No. It was, it was very regular. It was, yeah, I did feel a little bit like we'd forgotten to exit yeah. the regular verse. And then I said I was going to cancel the recording because I was not going to make it to the end of the film. <laughs> yeah. And then I think that, is that what I said? That it's hilarious that this is what finally did you in? Yeah. Was not all of regularity, not eight JLo albums, but this no, movie. This movie. This. This. Whatever it is. I, I feel like calling it a piece of shit is giving it too much. Oh, poor Mariah. Mariah's... You know what? Ethan Peck is great. Mariah yes. is great. Well, um, she's good from about halfway. I feel like the like, first... Well, she's only she, in it from about she'd halfway. Only, she'd only just... She didn't know what it was yet. She hadn't read the script in that first portion. But, like, I but think then she's, she gets you know, good. She, she's, she's got a character. It's, you know, she's got... 
like her yeah, re- relationship with Frank Carey. is kind of yuck. It's like you know yeah. you kind of believe it. You're like, oh, yeah, I believe you didn't leave. You're you're dumb for not leaving, but I believe that you didn't leave. <laughs> oh, <God>. um, <laughs> but yeah, I just I'm not. It's not good. <laughs> it, it's there's some script issues. So yeah, why don't you enlighten us with your plot holes? Okay, so they can't afford a Coke at the roadside diner, right? Right. Uh, that Mariah has to give them a free one. They Mariah has to enter a singing competition. Well, no, it's a songwriting competition yes. to win enough money for them to catch the bus to Tennessee to get the bone marrow. <laughs> yeah. Um, in all of this, no one has pointed out that America's hospital system is very much a user-pay oh. system. Uh, <laughs> yeah, true. Any of these treatments he's had are upwards of ten, fifteen thousand dollars a pop. He, he can't afford a Coca-Cola. He can't afford any <laughs> yeah. of this treatment. Like none of this. Like from the beginning. Like, it, like, how did he get into and out of hospital without a massive bill? Like, how has that happened? Maybe that's why he didn't have. Like, maybe he'd saved the rest. And so when he opened his wallet, Mariah saw $10,000 and like a quarter. And he could only <laughs> spend a quarter. So she's like, well, all right, I'll give you a free Coke. That, give you a free Coke. That, I, I mean, like, it makes I, as much sense as the rest of the movie. I mean, the, the whole movie is balls. The fact that they've borrowed the Brady Bunch. <laughs> what? <laughs> so it's silly. Really troubling. <laughs> it's, it's the Brady Bunch movie, but without, um, oh, what's her name? Shelley Long. Blank. No, oh, that would be great. No, I'm going to find her name. Hang on. Alice. <laughs> oh, she'd also be great. Um, ben Stiller's wife. <laughs> no. Hang on. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. Without Cheryl Crow. <laughs> Why is Cheryl Crow in Smart. there? Alana Uback. Alana Uback? Do you know her? No. Oh, you will. She plays Marsha's lesbian best friend. But oh, she her. is also, yeah, yeah, she's in literally all other movies. She's in Sister Act 2 as the one yes. who sings who sings The Love Boat. Is she's she in, one of the Legally Blonde friends? Yes, she's in Legally yes. Blonde as one of the friends. She's in Coco as I think the voice of like the grandmother. Um, yep. She's I love in her. everything and you don't know it. Yep. So I'm always fascinated to talk about Alana Ubeck. Just I like her, yes. Yeah. I know exactly who you mean now. So she, she needed, she like, could oh, have played yeah. the wig. She could have played she the wig. Could, she would have been so good as the wig. So good as the wig. <laughs> oh, she would have been a better well, wig. Can we talk but... about the wig? Like, I know I was talking about it, but it's really one of the worst hair pieces I've ever seen in my life. Like, what is going on with his stupid hair? Like, I really would is... love to find out if it's actually his hair. <laughs> like, he's like, that was my hair. I don't know why you guys like, are being so mean. Like, when he was in high school, he had, like, normal hair. I know. Like, that looked like natural <laughs> hair. And then yeah. for the rest of the movie, he's got, like, this sort of... You know, even one of the boys from Take That wouldn't wear that hair. And they've had some terrible hair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's giving a little bit of... Remember when Mel C cut all the hair off and then had to grow it out? Yeah, It's that. But hers was blonde. Yeah, it's just like... And why make Ethan Peck wear a hoodie? Beanie for the whole film. Like It's not like his hair fell out as part of the story. No. Like, he never really did any chemo. Again, chemo, hundreds of thousands of dollars that they can't afford. Um, But also, I don't understand why... (laughs) I just gave him weird blood noses all the time. I know. Well, that's how you find out. That's the diagnosis. Yeah. 
on a you know on a bus or in a dark room. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God he was Bleeding in those places. Otherwise, he wouldn't have known that he was dying. Yeah. If he wasn't, you know, taking photos Seriously. of Shakira's breasts or looking at photos of Shakira's breasts on the bus. Seriously, one of the worst things I've ever oh, no. had to sit through. <laughs> I, 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 That's, I, given what we've done in this podcast, that is really saying something. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, <laughs> like, it's just, it's irredeemable. You know what the thing is? It's not, it's not bad. Like, if it was terrible, I could get on board. I could be like, oh, it, this it is could camp. be this hilarious. Is yes. This is- yeah. But it's just relentlessly bleak and yeah. dull. Like, nothing really happens yeah. other than some poor children get ba- and women get bashed up. Yeah. Well, and like I said at the beginning, I had to work any- real hard to make it funny. But, like all, all the, like, all the women and kids who are abused in this film, there's never really any consequences for the men who abuse them. No. Like, none of them get... Like, the only person who has any kind of consequence for their actions is the younger brother who's doing a nice thing for his older brother. And so, of course, that kills him. <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah uh-huh. like it is just like, the messaging of the film is terrible um yeah, it's a, it's a moment. the the magical uh you know guitar moment like you you just like it's a great song because it's written by mariah carey and willie yeah. nelson yeah um so of course it's going to win any songwriting competition yeah but that character of crystal who works in a diner I just don't believe she could win a competition. Like, I think Mariah did such a good job of playing her as a bit of a useless housewife that I'm just like, nah. This <laughs> oh, no. makes, makes no sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. I it's honestly, dead. it's probably because it wasn't meant to be a part of the movie. It's just that Mariah wrote the song, and they're like, well, we'll just keep She's filming. Like, I've it. written a song. Can we put it in the film? Yeah. I mean, was it the only song? Maybe there was another song that was meant to be in the film. Oh, that might have been. Um, should we get to some music? Should we get to some music? I think we should. All right, let's bring it on. Give me some music. So, <laughs> you know, because we've we've done Mariah's discography and we've we've given them all ratings. So I was like, we have to, from one to infinity, you know, give it a little rating. Mm-hmm. So let's start with Right to Dream, which was, <gasps> as you mentioned, written by Mariah and Willie Nelson. What did you think mm-hmm. of Right to Dream? I have loved this for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, I remember, so what, 2008, I would have downloaded a really dodgy MP3 of it from the internet (laughs) before it was released. Um, It was crackly. It was, I think it was taped off a radio show. Like, I think someone... Heaven. Someone recorded it from a radio because you could hear the, like, the little bit of announcer um, at the start and then they uploaded it as an MP3 and it was, you know, I loved it. Uh, until I could get the real one, uh, <laughs> which I had to get in as an import because I don't think it was released here. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, yeah, I love it. It's you know, it feels like old school Mariah ballad. It never quite gets into the country area that I feel like it's trying to get into. Yes, yeah, I, I thought it was fun because we're not heard Mariah do country at all. No. So that was interesting because I was like, oh, this gives a bit of a taste of what that could be. Yes. Um, because it's got the storytelling nature, of course. Um, yeah. A stripped back production always works nicely. The ending was very abrupt. I was like, oh, it's over. I was like, okay. Well, I mean, she did say she wrote it like in character. She wrote it for her character. It's the story of her character. It's, you know, it it, it kind of, it, it's like all the songs from Glitter, which, you know, 
that she's written all kind of tell a story of those characters. So, yes. yeah, I think, yeah, I don't think there's a, um, it, it, it probably wasn't meant to be a big kind of, you know, uh, single, moment. but it yeah. turned into one just because it's Mariah and Willie Nelson. Why yeah. wouldn't you? So what score would you give it from number one to infinity? Well, look, it's a ballad. It's basically it's Mariah and a bit of guitar. Like, <laughs> how can you how can you give it anything but infinity? Like, it is <laughs> it is the purest form of Mariah. It's a I ballad. Mean, knowing me, I found a way to not with give it infinity. No, but <laughs> no, with, like it's just completely it's unadulterated, pure Mariah. It like, is. There's no. There's nothing else going on here. It's just Mariah. <laughs> um, I've gone for what I. What, what's usually my infinity, which is 4.5. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> so that's that infinity makes, and a half. That's high. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's really, it's my favourite Mariah song now. <laughs> um, but it is, it's a good song. But this is the song that Mariah and Willie wrote, but there was the possibility of another song mm-hmm. that could have been used, which is a song called Help Me Make It Through the Night, which I've forgotten to look up who did that. So I'm going to do that right uh, now. Chris Christopherson wrote that song. Thank you. There you go. And it was on his album, Christopherson. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's a frequently covered song. Like Johnny yes. Cash did a, like heaps uh-huh. of people have done this song. Like it's a, it's an old country standard basically. Yeah. And the fun part is that I stumbled upon it. While listening to songs for the next episode. <laughs> oh, wow. Because when I was watching a video for the next episode, mm-hmm. this song came on straight after it. Oh, wow. And I happened like to be magic. working on this episode. I was like, this is Mariah Magic. What? Um, I'm, so I'm this one... Mariah can invade. Um, yeah, she's like, you need me. You need me. experience that. Yeah. I, you know, I thought this was nice as well. Like, I thought it's another country yeah. Mariah moment. I kind of feel like we need a whole EP. We need the Tennessee yeah. EP. Yeah. Have Mariah singing country. Get Dolly in for a little duet. Heaven. Look, I'm telling you, I mean, I, I really enjoy the Gaga version, but Mariah doing A Star Is Born. Can you yeah. imagine? Well, that's kind of what, as we've discussed, it's kind of what Glitter was probably meant to be. Yeah, I think it was a little bit like that. But yeah, Chris Christopherson obviously was in A Star Is Born with um, right. Barbara Streisand. Uh yeah, I just, it's, I just, I, I kind of want a Mariah country album now. I want. Yeah, I was like, ooh, all right. Yeah. I ain't mad. I'm not mad. Because it's kind of she the loves... soul edge. It's got the yes. gospel-y edge. And we know Mariah loves Olivia Newton-John, who also dabbled. Yes. Yes. So that could be the vein. Yes. You know, I, I don't know Olivia if you saw this country. week, but they have, uh, Olivia's got an album out uh, posthumously. Oh. R.I.P. Um, of duets, which does feature the uh, oh. hopelessly devoted to you with Mariah from the concert. Amazing. The Often um, when I sing that song, I sing the ad libs from that version because I love that <laughs> Olivia. She was her voice wasn't quite as high at that point in no. her career. So when she sings, but now she's like, but now I'm like, yes, <laughs> grit. I love grit. Grit, Olivia Newton John. Oh, that was me. That wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia called me in for that one. She needed a bit of oh, pitching. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> thanks a lot of you back. <laughs> I just now I just want to like read through her IMDB. She's still open on my thing. I think she was in that movie where Reese Witherspoon Freeway. 
Yeah, Bree. Bree Reese with a spoon oh. and Keith Sutherland. Right. Oh, so many things. So many things. Um, <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, help me make it through the night. I just adore. It's, I, I want, you know, I love a Mariah cover as well. Yes. Because there is, she's really skilled at taking a song and being like, this is how I'm doing it. Yeah. Like it become. you're like, has anyone else ever sung this song before? Like no. well, yeah, a lot of people. But Mariah I mean, you makes know it I'm sound in a feud like... with Paulini because she steals Mariah's covers. It's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Uh... I mean, it once, but I'm still mad about it. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's. Uh, I I just she just has such a unique take on things. It's just yeah, I love a Mariah cover, and yeah. I just I wish there was more country Mariah. I should know, we write well, her a letter? Get in should. the Butterfly Lounge, country fire whole album, please. Yes. Um, <sighs> I've gone for the same score. I've gone for a 4.5 on this as well. What are you giving us? It's, it's a, another infinity. I of just, I, yeah, It's amazing. Like, Also, the fact that it's still enjoyable, even though she doesn't sing for a full minute in the middle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I mean, had we not had Right to Dream, I would have been just as happy with Help Me Make It Through the Night. Yeah, they would have had to rewrite the script from a songwriting competition to a singing competition. That's true. Unless it was just like Coyote Ugly. And they pretend oh, that she wrote the song, but yeah. actually it was Diane Warren. Yes. Leanne Rhymes dancing on the bar in a oh. very sedate manner. Almost home. Uh, this has been a, a punishing journey. Like I, I didn't yeah. think I would come out of the regular verse and <laughs> into and, Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, out of the frying pan and into the wig. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I mean, like I will say, Mariah I thought was good, and she I was. I Ethan, liked her. For, I yeah. think Ethan Peck is really good in this as well. Yes. I just think it just it. It's going nowhere, and it, there's such a lack of of action and intrigue. Like <laughs> even the car chase, the world's most boring car chase, is quite dull. And the fact yeah. that there's no confrontation with Lance Reddick, like he can't, like no. he's he's normally great. I find I think he's not great in this either. I think. He's, oh really? I didn't mind his yeah. performance. I just don't think there was anything in the writing. Yeah, I think maybe he had nothing to do. But yeah, mm. just like when he's like in the bar and he's like, oh yeah, well, I'll give up this. I've just spent like a whole week chasing my wife across, you know, three states. And now yeah, I'm, I'm like, that crazy. But oh, she sang a song. So I'm yeah, she stop. sang a song. I'm going to go now. So yeah. As like, if he's never like, heard her sing before. Like, yeah. yeah, I feel like there's a confrontation they should have had there and that just was, yeah. you know. I mean, I understand the power of Mariah's music to change the yes. That yeah. makes sense to me. Yeah. But that was Crystal singing, not Mariah. No, weird, yeah. Oh. I don't think Crystal's that that skilled. Mariah, yes. <laughs> yes. Crystal. Well see, no. this this is what's so hard, because <laughs> we've come from the regular verse into regular Tennessee. Yeah. Only to dive back into the regular verse next week. No. This is I know. Why would you do this I to know. me? But right, we're, we're going 
it's a different part of the regular verse. There's, it's, there's a different part of the regular verse? Yes, it's the Spanish part of the regular verse. Oh, yes, I lived there sometime on yeah. top of Cheetah Rivera's head. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> she's a problem. You should, we've got to get she's, rid of this wig. Yeah, get she's rid of <laughs> Take her out the back and shoot her. I feel like I've turned into Hey, Hey, it's Saturday now. We're talking to a <laughs> You're Dickie Nanny. <laughs> just, just dick. You're just a dick. <laughs> yeah, that's no way to talk about me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, this is all too much. But yeah, so uh, we're so sorry. Things are going to continue to be regular as we dive into the Jennifer Lopez album, which I can't pronounce, but you might be able to give it a crack. Uh, it's Como Uma Una Mujer. Perfect. So yeah, come back for that. <laughs> it's, it translates to how a woman loves. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Will that question be answered? I don't know. We'll find no, out. I could tell you. No, I don't want to hear from you anymore. <laughs> no, gonna, let's, let's exit before she takes let's over the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, Emily. Bye, Emily. Bye, Emily. Bye.